0: So, Judson, you might have heard Ricky Schroeder made news at Costco recently. We've talked about Ricky Schroeder before, former child star of the 80s sitcom Silver Spoons. Well, he's been making a name for himself pretty recently, too. Uh, About a year ago, he helped bail Kyle Rittenhouse out of jail. And most recently, he filmed himself berating a Costco employee over the store's policy of requiring a mask. And because that wasn't a bad enough idea, he then posted the video on Twitter, and he's trying to get Costco shoppers to boycott the company until they relax the mask rule. Now, I mentioned at the end of last season that one of my goals for season two was to start doing interviews, and I tried to get one with Ricky. (laughs) But it turns out he wasn't interested, so I got the next best thing. Uh, Kevin Sorbo? (laughs) No, no, although that would have been great. Instead, I scored an interview Wait for it. With Ricky Schroeder's testicles. That's right. I got both the left and right nut. Although it's Nuts Go. They're pretty right. It's a Facts and Friends exclusive. Check it out.
1: Facts and Friends. Exclusive.
0: Hi, and welcome to the show. First off, I just want to say that I was a huge fan of Silver Spoons as a kid, and I'm also a pretty big fan of Testicles, so this is truly an honor. I I really appreciate you both taking the time to drop by, Uh, so tell me how's it hanging, boys?
1: How's it hanging, how's it hanging, this guy? Yeah, it's, it's hanging as good as it can be, I guess, considering this country is being led by an illegitimate communist socialist Alzheimer-ravaged cock pup puppet.
0: We? Oui. Excuse me, right nut, did you just say we? Oui?
1: Yes, he did. He's French-Canadian, motherfucker. You got a problem with that? No, no,
0: no, Gods, sorry. I, I just wasn't expecting it. I, I I apologize, I should have done my research. Okay, moving on. So as you know, Ricky got into quite a spat at Costco recently over the company's insistence that he wear a mask. Can you speak a little bit about that?
1: I'll take this one. Listen, you've all seen the video. Ricky did what he did, and he's not sorry. Ricky Schroeder apologizes for no one. Costco used to be a great American institution. Now it sells bulk soy boy and gallon jugs of tender feelings. Liberal bullshit. It's time to come out swinging, America. Rip up your membership cards. Demand a refund.
0: Wow, Left Nut, that was a mouthful. Right Nut, your thoughts? Like my brother said,
1: we are fini. All Ricky did was waste what we're both feeling down here. White, hot, rage. It's time to fight back, America. Or you will lose your freedoms. Beat your spoons of the thoughts, Light your tiki torches. You can't keep us down anymore. We will no longer be suffocated by the tighty-whities of corporate neoliberal cookness.
0: Wow, clearly this issue has really got you guys steaming. I think most people just had no idea Ricky Schroeder's testicles were this angry. All right, switching subjects. Let's dive deeper into politics. Can you guys talk a little bit about the Arizona election audit?
1: Oh, let me guess. You think it's a big joke, right? You liberals are all the same. Listen, this is serious business. The election was stolen. All the evidence is there. Chinese bamboo fibers, votes cast by the deceased, and FIFA uploading vote-fixing software from a secret rebel base hidden on an ice shelf in Antarctica. This is real.
0: Pardon me, fellows, but listen to yourselves. Doesn't this all sound just a little nuts? What the fuck? No, no, that's not what I meant. And they call us racist. I'm sorry, I really am. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Now, guys, I know you're short on time, but, but I just have to dangle this one out there. And admittedly, this question's for me because I'm just such a huge fan. When Ricky was on Silver Spoons, did, did you guys ever get to meet his co-star, Jason Bateman?
1: Oh, here we go with the fanboy shit. Should have seen this coming. I'm sorry, I'm just such okay, a... Okay, you want an answer? Here's your answer. We never met Jason. One time, we did get to meet his testicles honestly they were kind of arrogant really luxurious hair though.
0: now that is definitely true all right fellas i guess that wraps things up thanks again for swinging by for this interview and and good luck with the costco boycott
1: hey before you go could you do us a solid uh i don't know about frenchie over there but i'm itching something fierce right now
0: uh my co-host would be happy to help you with that
2: Tom Hanks is dead. Joe Biden is dead. The Clintons are dead. You've got clones running this country. You need to sit down and shut up. Trump is surrounded by the military Mm -hmm. at Mar-a-Lago. Trump has the nuclear codes. Trump has the military who turned their back on Joe Biden, and Trump has Air Force One. Patriots, QAnons, President Trump is still the president. Boy, have you lost your mind, because I'll help you find it.
0: You're listening to Facts and Friends. Welcome to this UV light certified bamboo free episode (laughs) of the Facts and Friends podcast. It is our season two premiere and Judson and Tino are dead. What? What My name is Clone Tino, and joining me this week is my friend and co-host, you know the provider of his source DNA, survived cancer, and now his clone (laughs) is fighting for his life against a crippling case of foxitis. It's Clone Judson. Hello, Clone Judson. I don't know which insult to respond to first. (laughs) I don't have foxitis. Oh,
3: you don't? I'm not a clone, which is exactly what a clone would say, I guess, but I'm not a clone. It is. (laughs) Do you want to tell the folks what foxitis is? Isn't foxitis the new affluenza? It kind of is the new <laughs> affluenza. but it's uh, the one of the capital insurrectionists used essentially foxitis that, that that he watched too much Fox News as a defense against the criminal charges brought against him as one commenter on Twitter said, and I apologize I do not remember who it was, but they said, not guilty by reason of Sean Hannity. <laughs>
0: I think, though, if you get brainwashed and weaponized, you're not allowed to blame whoever brainwashed and weaponized you.
3: Well, I I think they just did a poor job of brainwashing and weaponizing them if they're, like, turning on their creators. True.
0: (laughs) But they got them to do the initial uh, insurrection. That's
3: true. That that, that was successful.
0: All right, Judson, are you ready for season two? Uh,
3: Honestly? No, I'm good. I'm good. Let's do it. Let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
0: pour it. That was going off the rails. Now I realize why lawyers don't ask questions they don't already know the answers to.
3: That is the number one rule of trial law, yes.
0: (laughs) What did you think of the new intro theme?
3: I liked it. It was excellent. Although that guy sounds a little crazy. I hope he's not there every week.
0: Larry Gators? Sorry, Bishop Larry Gators? Bishop. (laughs) Yes, yes. That's the one. Bishop Larry Gators, a QAnon believer and far-right talk show host. That's the guy. You know, I was thinking about this. I don't even know what far-right means anymore. That's
3: a good point. That's a really that's a really good point.
0: We're going to get into it a little bit today. Okay. It used to just mean racist, homophobic, shit on the little guy, tax breaks for the rich, do anything to preserve and grow power. Sure, Nazi sympathizer. Yeah, yeah. But now it means shit like this. Bo
2: Biden, who passed away supposedly of uh, brain cancer. Now, my two contacts in the FBI said that was a lie. Bo Biden was a sacrifice for the political rise of his father, just like the first wife of Joe Biden, Nelia Hunter Biden, was a Satanic sacrifice, going back to 1972, that will give way for the rise of the political career of one Joe Biden. Can you go
0: any lower than making a mockery of the deaths of someone's wife and children? Uh, I, I, is there a worst thing a person could say about another person? I
3: hesitate to say that you can't because I feel like we'll probably prove that wrong in the next, I don't know, two or three shows.
0: Yeah, no, probably. But
3: no, you're right. That is that is. I am. I had not heard that before, and that is appalling.
0: Absolutely abhorrent. <sighs> if someone on the left had even approached something like that, it would be Armageddon in right wing media. We can't even. We couldn't even joke about baron trump no
3: that like, 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 was like absolutely off limits not like attacking the poor kid but just like referencing even just referencing him was right. somehow for forbidden but this guy not only attacks the deceased wife children. and children of the current president and those were child aged children well, well one not, was not, Beau. not Beau, but yeah the his daughter was was yeah. right i don't that is what kind of a sick son of a bitch? Oh, my God. And this isn't even the fringe of the right.
0: This is a huge percentage of their base. He's pretty fringy. But yes, you're right. That This is a big chunk now. The, the, I think there are too many that believe his shit to have it even be called fringe anymore. I feel like their
3: whole tent is essentially fringe now.
0: But it's enormous. Yeah, that, that big, huge
3: tent that... Kevin McCarthy talks about that tent is like fifty percent fringe. It's basically like a veil.
0: That's frightening. Yeah. Well, the entire ouster of Liz Cheney is also based on a crazy conspiracy theory about the 2020 election being stolen. And though Larry, Gator's... you think it's
3: about that? I I feel like it's really just about the fact that she didn't agree. She didn't agree to be quiet about pushing back on them. She continued to push against the the lie. Right. But isn't the lie at the center of it? I I don't think the lie is the center of it. I think. The lack of conformity from the party is the, real, the true center of it. I mean, the, the lie is involved, but I just feel like the the real issue is she wouldn't stop pushing against the party line.
0: When you're coalescing around a lie, a huge lie that is inherently destructive to our democracy, I, I think the lie is still at, at center stage. They've always pushed back about people who wouldn't carry the banner. But that's what I mean. I, th- I think it's really more about that. But this is the banner now. That's my point. Well, the banner is awful. Yes, The banner has always been awful. This banner is terrifying. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is. Like in a way that threatens
3: the the foundation of
0: our democracy. I was just
3: going to say that. Yes.
0: (laughs) Well, we're going to get into that right now. We're going to talk about Liz Cheney and the GOP's descent into madness. It was a short trip. Let us be very clear here. Liz Cheney is a pretty shitty human being. Liz Cheney is not a hero. Not even remotely. Yeah. If you just look at her recent voting record in Congress, it's pretty <laughs> revolting. She voted against the Safe Banking Act of 2021. She voted nobody wants safe banks, Tina. That's against freedom. She voted against workplace violence prevention for healthcare and social exactly. We should be free
3: that. to be attacked at our workplaces. That's
0: that's freedom. This is less than a month ago. <laughs> she voted against the Paycheck Fairness Act. Paychecks should be merit based and. <laughs> Set by the free market, nothing fair about that. She voted against the Violent Against Women Reauthorization Act again. I'm free to be attacked. Yep, I could go on. There just isn't time. I could go on too. So, but the point is, Liz Cheney is is no angel. I don't know that anyone's actually
3: saying she is, though. Mm. That feels to me like a straw man set up by some people who want to just complain. She's terrible. Saying that she's right and yet terrible at the same time is what most people I've heard are saying.
0: I think she's getting too much credit for having a sliver of integrity around one thing, but it's a really important thing.
3: It's a really important thing. I agree. Yeah. And it's a really, really tiny sliver. Of integrity. I agree. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) She voted not to strip Marjorie Taylor Greene of her committee assignments. I don't know if you remember that. I didn't realize she voted against that. That's pretty awful. She did. She is a party-line conservative to an almost absurd degree, voting with Donald Trump's agenda when he was president 93% of the time. It's that 7% that's really the issue, apparently. It is. Yeah. That's considerably more than the lapdog that has replaced her as the number three Republican in the House, uh, Elise Stefanik. Oh, Stefanik. God damn it. There were a number of Republicans that didn't even want Stefanik to take the role. Yeah. They wanted Cheney gone, but they think Stefanik is too liberal for them. She's from New York, so, right? She's from New York. Whereas Cheney voted with Trump 93% of the time or with Trump's agenda, Stefanik voted with it 78% of the time. I'm no math major, but I feel like that's less. Is that less? It's it's significantly less. Uh, She voted against him on the National Defense Authorization Act, on the U.S. Postal Service funding, on disaster aid to Puerto Rico, uh, on the- uh, EPA. On Environmental Protection Agency chemical regulations. Yep. Listen to former Republican Congresswoman Mia Love break down Cheney's and Stefanik's records. Well, uh, you know, it's really interesting how people are defining conservatism now. If you look at the records of both of them, you look at lifetime um, American conservative action, uh, conservative union, Cheney has 78% conservative rating, where Stefanik has 44%. You look at Heritage Action, Cheney has 80%, where Stefanik has um, 42%. It's really quite interesting to me because this is not a disagreement
1: on policy. It's not a disagreement on ideas. It's a disagreement on a former president that incited an insurrection On the Capitol, literally attacked a branch of government. So I just don't
0: understand. Me neither. Yeah, I don't think anybody really does. Well, Congresswoman Stefanik does possess the single most important quality in the TQP. That's the (laughs) The Trump QAnon party. (laughs) Accurate. Public fealty to Trump and his lies. Oh, yeah. I remember talking about her back in 2019. Prior to that, I had not heard her name ever, but she caught Trump's eye during the 2019 impeachment hearings. Uh, that's the first time he was impeached because he was impeached again. Yeah, He's like the only president ever to have been impeached twice. Right. A truly remarkable man.
3: Uh, it, it's It's never been done before.
0: So she was certainly Trump's attack dog throughout the hearings, but- there was this moment between Intelligence Committee Chair Adam Schiff, Devin Nunes, and Elise Stefanik that caught Trump's attention and ultimately really primed her for taking over Cheney's leadership role. Tell me if you remember this. I know, Ms. Stefanik, you had a a few quick questions for the ambassador. Yield to you, Ms. Stefanik.
2: Thank you, Mr. Nunes. Ambassador Ivanovich, thank you for being here, will here today. Suspend.
3: The gentlewoman was suspended.
2: What is the interruption for this time? It is our time.
3: The gentlewoman was suspended. You are not recognized, Mr. Nunes, You are minority I counsel. Just, I just recognized. Under the House Rules, 660, you are not allowed to yield time except to minority counsel. The ranking
2: member You're, yielded time gentle, to another member gentle, of Congress.
0: No, that is not accurate. You are gagging the. Young that
2: is accurate. From New York. Ambassador Ivanovich, I want to thank you for the being here will today. Gentlewoman was
0: suspended. You are not recognized.
2: This is the fifth time you have interrupted members that a of Congress, woman, members of Congress. A
0: woman will suspend.
3: Okay. I do recall that, yes. It
0: almost goes without saying that Adam Schiff was correct about the
3: rules. Of course. I think he was involved in writing them, so I feel like... And they
0: agreed to them. Exactly. Well, what's happening there is our Republicans were just trying to create a theatrical moment to be played back on conservative media outlets out of context. And they successfully did. They did. Yes. Yeah. Schiff silencing the truth, blah, blah, blah. Yep. R- the rule was Schiff and Nunes as ranking members had 45 minutes and they could only yield time to their side's counsel. Right. Stefanik is not, was not their side's counsel. Honestly,
3: that's a good move by the Republicans because she would have been a terrible counsel.
0: <laughs> Re-
3: really just a win all
0: the way around for them. True. But let's be honest, this really isn't about Elise Stefanik. I really only brought her up to illustrate what I think is a terrifying point, that the Republican Party isn't about policy or ideas anymore.
3: Well, I had one other comparison there. Did you see this other comparison of Stefanik? Shoot. So the Club for Growth, a conservative organization, right? Mm -hmm. They have a a lifetime score for Elise Stefanik of New York of of 35. I believe this is a hundred point scale. Ooh. Ilhan Omar has a 38. (laughs) (laughs)
0: it's not about policy. And she got negative 10 for being Muslim (laughs) and another negative 15 for being black. It's,
3: it's not about policy. It's, purely about the fact that a they had to have a woman in that role they couldn't have all men leadership for the republican party even though that's what they really wanted
0: that is what they wanted
3: yeah. so they had to pick a woman to replace cheney and she was the most visible one because of that moment we you just played back and so that's what they went with it had nothing to do with her politics and nothing to do with she anything was else. trump's pick she was trump's pick and they went with it that's all that matters that's that's it that's he It is his party and now she's pushing the election lie. Of course. That's how you keep that job, it turns out.
0: There's a decent chance she'll lose her seat in the next election. She's not in a very red district. <laughs> she's
3: not. That's true. That's why she doesn't always vote with them. She has to protect her seat.
0: Mm, good luck. Yeah. She, is, she has taken a dangerous path in terms of protecting her seat.
3: Well, I thought someone was said it would be funny, although it probably wouldn't happen, but it would be really funny if they actually removed her district in New York. Just like redrew the lines and didn't, during, from the census and everything. Redistricting just eliminated her district. (laughs) That would be funny,
0: but her replacement would be worse.
3: Well, of course, that's that's the only way the Republican Party works anymore.
0: Well, so what they've done, the Republican Party, they've chosen to reject any principles at all and swear fealty to Trump.
3: They did that in 2020 at the beginning of the, uh, the election season. It's worse now. Their platform was... They didn't have one. Yeah, whatever Trump wants. Right. That's what it was. It was, we'll just adopt 2016, which made for some very funny headlines, given the fact that 2016's platform was all about decrying the current president's policies without naming him. But then they just basically said, yeah, whatever Trump wants. That's what we're for.
0: Right, and So now, bit by bit, they're really just trying to excise any member of their party that doesn't fall in line behind Trump. I think really you mean X
3: or size at this point, because that's what this is. They're basically bringing in the priests, the young priest and an old priest, and they're trying to get rid of any hint <laughs> of anything that doesn't
0: fit in with their ideal, which is fealty to Trump. Yeah. You look at the censuring of senators and congresspeople that came out against Trump during the second impeachment, the booing of Mitt Romney at that conservative event. And like check out these stats from a CBS YouGov poll. So CBS and YouGov polled Republicans that were aware of Liz Cheney's removal. Right. And they asked them if they agreed with the removal or they disagreed with it. What do you think the split was? Or if you don't already know. I don't already know. 90%. Agreed. Close. 80. (laughs) So only one fifth of the Republican Party agreed with going against Trump. Yep. That sounds about right. And listen to the reasons why. 69% she's not on message with the party. 57% she's wrong about the 2020 election. (laughs) Oh, God. 52% she didn't support Trump. 34%. This is the scariest one. 34% disloyalty will be punished. (laughs) What the fuck? Judson, we are in trouble. This country is in trouble. Yeah, but I just
3: find it so hilarious that the party that claims to be against all forms of communism and fascism is the one that's basically becoming fascist, if it isn't already there.
0: It's very close.
3: They're idolizing fascism. They are longing for the sweet comfort of authoritarian
0: rule. That is their current short-term goal. Yeah. So those are terrifying numbers, and something John Favreau said on Pod Save America, and if if listeners don't know, Pod Save America is basically our show with way smarter people with experience in politics and, and criminally less pro-Biden gay porn. Fewer.
3: Oh, no, less. you're right. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you going to say something
0: else. <laughs> so here is, here is the host of Pod Save America, John Favreau, kind of summing it up. And I think this is really important. It's the difference between running against Republicans
3: with abhorrent policy views who are willing to accept the results of an election they lose or running against republicans with abhorrent policy views who are not willing to accept the results of an election they lose. That's the, that's the that's the difference. And like you don't like you said you don't have to love Liz Cheney. I'd rather we have to run be running against republicans with abhorrent
0: policy views that will accept the results of an election. Otherwise this whole thing fucking falls apart. Exactly.
3: The language on those people.
0: God. I know. I can't believe they use <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to that show fucking (laughs) asshole.
3: I thought for sure you were going to say that Pod Save America was like a cheap ripoff of our show, but... Well, they came first. I know that, but we lie all the time, don't we?
0: You do. (laughs) I always tell the truth. (laughs)
3: This is like one of those logic problems.
0: One guy says, I'm a liar, and then you have to figure out... (laughs) (laughs) So, look, the people that revere Trump are, for the most part, in a cult, or at minimum, they're exhibiting cult thinking. No. Oh, yes absolutely he's done damage to the foundation of this country that won't be undone anytime soon probably not in my lifetime Yeah. No. and the right-wing internet and media outlets have fed this narrative that to people that do- just doesn't reflect reality
3: yet i don't understand what they think they're gonna get out of it well because... just what
0: happens in 2024 if republicans have the house and senate trump runs and loses again what happens do they certify the election
3: I don't even think they need the House and Senate. I think you have the possibility of just individual states going rogue with their electoral votes. Right. No, also, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I, it's entirely possible that the next that, that we just had our last
0: fair election for president. It is entirely possible. And this is happening on a state level, but there's there are steps we can take now, and we're going to talk about in the future, why we're having trouble taking them. Yes. But- I don't know. I'm, I'm worried. I am right there with you, buddy. What they've done and what they're doing since Trump lost a free and fair election to a superior candidate. <clears throat> I mean,
3: a, in, a grapefruit would have been a superior candidate. So. Exactly. I'm not a big <laughs> fan of Joe Biden. <laughs> so.
0: as, as made painfully clear during season one. Yes. <laughs> but what they've been doing since he lost is to just work on rigging the system better to force the outcome that they want.
3: Yeah, you're basically, you got two camps of Republicans right now. Those who think the election was stolen and are rigging the elections in the future so that that can't happen again. And two, Republicans who don't think the election was stolen and are rigging the system in order to make sure that they win again next time. It's The, it, the goal is the same for them, regardless of whether or not they support the big lie. It's to prevent them from losing elections in the future.
0: Yes, and that's scary, but I think there are two issues there. The, the lie that they're telling people is a, a separate issue. That is dangerous in its own right. No, it is. You're you're absolutely right. All right. Finally, Judson, before the break, there's one more story that I really wanted to chat about this week. Okay. That is HB 1927 in Texas. Okay. I don't know that one off the top of my head. Well- What it would do is it would allow anyone over the age of 21 who could legally possess a firearm to carry a handgun in public. Yes. I do know that one. We'll call this the Wild West Law. Currently, they're required to complete training and obtain a license and have a clean criminal record. Right. And proof of that they're not chemically dependent.
3: Not chemically dependent.
0: (laughs) Yes. Do they drink coffee? (laughs) That's going away if the governor signs this legislation because it's already passed the House and Senate in Texas. You think he's not going to sign it? He has... He's going to totally sign it. He previously said he's not too fond of a no-license gun-carrying law, but uh, he's getting pressured really hard from the gun lobby.
3: Don't you think that they probably have a veto override in Texas?
0: I don't know if they have quite the numbers for that. Maybe they don't have the, the numbers. Yeah, maybe they don't. I don't know. Because it's purely on partisan lines. Yeah. So every Republican voted for it, and every Democrat voted against it. Now, the Republicans do outnumber the Democrats, but maybe not by like, quite enough Okay. yet. I'm sure they'll fix that. <laughs> they probably will. <laughs> the bill's author is Representative Matt Schaefer, okay. who's obviously Republican. Shocking. He argued the other day that the measure would help women who may not have time to obtain a license to carry, feel safer. By openly carrying a handgun. That they never got trained to carry. Right.
3: That that feels safe for everyone,
0: yeah. Not even law enforcement or Texas voters think permitless gun ownership is a good <laughs> idea, but that didn't stop every single one of them from voting they're for it. They're just
3: backing the blue, Tino. Right. <laughs> the blue doesn't want it. But they're still backing them by voting to let everyone carry guns.
0: Right. Without training just like they back to the blue on january 6th
3: that's that's
0: right but who cares that the law does away with background checks and training I, Americans care, I i care i care are already so good with their guns we're we're, we're what now <laughs> <laughs> well this brings me to a really exciting announcement judson okay it's gonna seem unrelated but uh, <laughs> give me time go on <laughs> we have our first sponsor oh okay that is unrelated go, go ahead <laughs> So here's what happened. A pretty savvy entrepreneur took notice of the loosening of gun laws in Texas and other states, (laughs) and they realized there was going to be a huge market for certain services, namely uh, funeral services.
3: (laughs) That does seem like a
0: hot market right
3: now. Yeah. So this
0: business saw our old Facts and Friends logo, which just got a refresh, by the way. looks fantastic.
3: That's right. It does. Thank you,
0: unnamed benefactor. I asked if he wanted to be named. He said no.
3: No, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, who would want to be associated with this show? It's a good point.
0: <laughs> it's Lindsey Graham, guys. <laughs> He's a whiz at graphic design. You wouldn't have thought, he really but is. Well, it's purely coincidence, Judson, but our old logo kind of looks a lot like the Fox News logo. What? Yeah. This, this is entirely new information. Well, we fired that guy. (laughs) Anyway, this new business saw that logo and heard we were covering HB 1927, and they were on board to buy advertising on our show. I'm I'm great. So they sent us a couple spots. I haven't listened to them yet. Probably a mistake. So we're probably getting paid for this.
3: (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs)
0: But We're going to play one of the spots right now, and I'm super stoked to be able to say this. We will be right back after this word from our sponsor. (laughs)
1: With open carry laws sweeping the nation, there's bound to be some collateral damage. Road rage, school shootings, traffic stops, curious kids. When the grim reaper comes a knocking, let Crazy Cooter clean up the mess. We're the South's open carry crematorium and interment specialists. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. We burn them, box them, and bury. Them. Headshots, gut shots, center mass taps. If they're full of lead, we'll put them to bed. You need plots? We got plots. Solo, double, extra wide. Triplets killed in a shootout at the library? Crazy Cooter's got them covered. Headstones, footstones, flowers, and flags. At these prices, we guarantee you'll pull the trigger. So head on down to Crazy Cooter's open carry Crematorium and Interment. With 121 locations across the Bible Belt, we bury the competition.
0: Do you feel like we made it, Judson? Because I feel like I feel like we made it.
3: I mean, this this, this feels like the big
0: time. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy cooters going places.
3: So they're sponsoring us with money, right? Not like free funeral services.
0: Uh, we're getting guns. Oh, for fuck's sake! And neither of us live in Texas. So- <laughs> It does help build up their customer base. It absolutely does. All right. So earlier on the show, Judson, we spent some time going over a frightening shift in the Republican Party and what that could mean for future presidential elections. Right. The normalization of Trumpism has already done previously unthinkable damage and really threatens to do more in the future. Yep. But right now, Democrats have the presidency and they narrowly control the House and Senate for about, it's not like I counted. 595 days, (laughs) which includes a potential lame duck period before the 118th Congress begins on January 3rd. Right. And that's just assuming that no Democratic senator in a red state dies, resigns, or retires.
3: Forced out via Me Too scandal or something. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it couldn't be more important for us to act now to safeguard our democracy and take steps to protect the country from the TQP. Should have
3: acted yesterday, let's be honest.
0: Yeah. Well, Democrats in Congress, they're trying to get important legislation passed, but the Republicans aren't really making it easy. We wouldn't expect them to. Yep. Uh, Biden's not, not, trying- the, not
3: their job. Government, government is not really their thing. Com- complaining about government is their thing. Rigging government, rigging elections
0: yeah. <laughs> is their thing. Biden is sort of trying here and there with executive orders. There's also Justice Breyer. He would, he, look, he needs to retire at the end of the Supreme Court term next year.
3: He month. definitely
0: needs to retire. And even then, if I'm to be honest, nothing's assured in the Senate. Nope. And that's for one reason, and that's what we're talking about today. One and a half reasons. Well, one and a half, but we're going to yeah. focus on the one. Yep. Joe fucking Manchin. (sighs) Just the heaviest sigh. I just, I... Manchin, if you don't know, is a Democratic senator from the very red state of West Virginia. And since he was elected, he's been a frequent thorn in the side of the Democratic Party. Yeah. Let's take a look really quick, Johnson, at his voting record from the 115th Congress. So this is 2017, 2018. Okay. Now, if I were to ask you what percentage of the time Joe Manchin voted with, say, I don't know, Pick someone out of the blue. Ted Cruz. What would you guess? 70. A little lower than that. 61%. I was not far off. (laughs) No. (laughs) Significantly more than half. Yeah. And let's compare that to a moderate Democrat like Christian Gillibrand. How often did she vote with Ted Cruz? Yeah. 35. 20%. All right. 41 points different. So let's get to know Senator Manchin by looking at some of his positions. Yeah. Yeah. How about abortion? So Manchin identifies as pro-life with some
3: really heavy air quotes. Uh, he has mixed ratings from both abortions right, abortion rights and anti-abortion movements, uh, political action groups. In 2018, Planned Parenthood gave Manchin a lifetime grade of 57%. That's not high. That's failing and he, he votes grade with
0: Ted Cruz more often than he does. 57%. <laughs> he does. The
3: uh, National Right to Life, the NRLC, uh, which opposes abortion, gave Manchin a 100 percent score in 2019 that's a good score yeah and the uh narrow pro-choice the n-a-r-a-l pro-choice america gave him a 72 percent in 2017 it's what a C minus. Yeah, it's 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 almost an almost an F actually, depending on your grading scale. Okay. On August third, twenty fifteen, he broke with Democratic leadership by voting in favor of a Republican-sponsored bill to terminate federal funding for Planned Parenthood, both in the United States and globally. He has the endorsement of Democrats for Life of America, a pro-life
0: Democratic pack. Okay, sounds like a great guy, huh? A great guy who keeps doing shitty things (laughs) also mansion initially welcomed trump's presidency he said quote he'll correct the trading policies which are horrible he supported the idea of trump quote calming companies to keep them from moving their factories overseas whatever that works so well saves so many jobs mansion voted for most of trump's cabinet nominees yeah and he was the only democrat to vote to confirm Jeff Sessions and Steve Mnuchin. Oh, my God. And he was only one of two Democrats to confirm Pruitt as the EPA administrator. He was remarkably positive about Pruitt, who then
3: obviously, you know, was resigned in disgrace, right? Because of corruption, essentially, right?
0: Yes. And he was one of three Democrats to vote to confirm Rex Tillerson. In Manchin's 2018 campaign for Senate, he said that he supported Trump's proposal to build the wall. How far away is West Virginia from the border again? Pretty far. Yeah, it's pretty fucking far. And then he also said that he regretted voting for Hillary Clinton and would be open to supporting Trump for president in 2020. Ultimately, he didn't. But these are things he said in 2018. Was he up for re-election
3: in 2018?
0: He was. How'd you guess? Oh man. But he's not now politics. Justin. Politics. He's not now. In fact, there are almost four years left in his term. Yeah. And timing is so crucial in this tiny window of democratic control of both houses of Congress. Joe's conservative brand of Democrat is doing more harm than ever before. He very much to me is
3: what a Republican would call a rhino. He, he's, he is a Democrat in name only. He is not
0: a Democrat. He is not a Democrat. The only the only um, sort of objection i have to that characterization is that we as a country are moving so far right oh for sure that i guess based on the current <laughs> look um, with the where the current
3: fringe has replaced the entire tent yeah. yes judson brett's fucking he's kavanaugh left is, is the court the, the, the center yes <laughs> old kegstan kavanaugh so I'm sorry, your honor, the Honorable Kegstand Kavanaugh. <laughs> my, my apologies.
0: So in order to get any, much of anything important done right now that can't be done via budget reconciliation, which which Joe is also kind of against. Yeah, he doesn't want to over overuse it. Whatever that means. Yeah. We have to abolish the filibuster. Reform, abolish, whatever you want to call it. It needs to go away. Yeah. But Joe Manchin refuses to support any meaningful change to filibuster rules. This isn't even a law like these are just Senate rules. Okay, you have to write flouts whenever they can. That's why we have a six to three conservative Supreme Court right now. Which, by the way, incidentally, Manchin voted yes on Brett Kavanaugh and Neil Gorsuch. That's right. Neil Gorsuch, the Supreme Court justice that's occupying the seat the GOP stole by by Hal Judson, by getting rid of the judicial filibuster for Supreme Court justices.
3: God damn them.
0: How does he support these guys? Th- there, are, there are two things I think possibly happening here.
3: He's either uh, trying to maintain his job as a senator.
0: Career preservation.
3: Yeah, he's he has to be seen by the very conservative people of West Virginia as fighting for them and doing the things that they approve of his constituents, right? Or he's just living in some fucking fantasy land where... The Republicans aren't all fucking crazy and can actually be bargained with in good faith. They don't compromise. He wants to compromise and find some sort of mythical middle ground that does not fucking exist because they won't meet anywhere in the middle. It's their
0: way or they'll take their ball and go home. Absolutely. He stood in the way of voter protections, the infrastructure bill. He opposes D.C. and Puerto Rico statehood. Basically, all the shit we really need to help our citizens and save this country from becoming a MAGA dictatorship. He was
3: one of the guys blocking minimum wage uh, hike ha- going into the, the cover relief bill. I mean, he, he blocks everything that your average, I would say, Democrat is probably at least. Mostly in support of things that are widely popular among the entire country, right? But because they're not supported by a majority of Republicans, he doesn't support. He won't support
0: them because it's not, you know, bipartisan. That's not a thing anymore. Joe Manchin is reacting to a long gone reality. Politics in the U.S. don't work the way he's pretending they do. Yep. And I kind of think he knows better. (sighs) From everything I've read about the guy, I tend to
3: agree. I think he's mostly a pretty canny political operator who's using his
0: position to his advantage look i'm gonna talk to joe directly here real quick oh okay i'll i'll step out cool look no you can stay it's not private (laughs) look joe joe manchin they want to kick liz fucking cheney out of the party and she voted with trump 93 percent of the time do you really think west virginia is gonna vote for a guy who voted to convict trump in both impeachment trials i don't think so your days as a senator in west virginia joe a state trump won by nearly 40 points they are very much numbered Have some fucking integrity and stand up for what you believe in. If you believe in this country, we have to end the filibuster. We have to pass some of this legislation.
3: We need voting protections. Right,
0: People are being stripped of their rights to vote right now in this country. And as the, the U.S. Senate, you could do something about that. And no number of times that you say bipartisanship is going to make it come back. It's Yeah, it's it's extinct. It's sadly, much like coal jobs in your home state. We had a Republican vote against the uh, anti-Asian hate law. God fucking damn it. All right, Judson, I need a palate cleanser. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Joe Manchin got me really angry. It's funny because we're going to be playing uh, a little game in the close about seeing how high we can get your blood pressure to go up. Oh, well, that sounds great. I'm excited about that. (laughs) Your cardiologist would be, too. Uh, But right now, we're going to play a different game. This is another new game. Okay. New to season two of the Facts and Friends podcast. It is called Guess What I'm Holding. (laughs) All right. So it's really simple, Judson. I'm going to describe what I'm holding, and you'll just guess what it is. So let's do a practice round real quick. Sure. So I'm going to describe it. Penis. I'm sorry. Start, start over. Sorry. I didn't ask what I was holding five minutes ago. <laughs> and is it holding if your hand is moving? I don't know. Okay. It's, it's like a shake weight. <laughs> I'm going to put that on my audition tape. Pod Save America. Okay, so what I'm holding, Judson, is ethereal. It violates the laws of space-time because it's simultaneously already excellent and just about to exist. Okay. Is it? Is it infrastructure week? No, it's a Republican health care
1: plan. Oh,
3: same thing. Basically the same thing.
0: <laughs> so it's a good example because these can be concepts. Yes. But they can also be tangible. Gotcha. Right. So okay. this one's for real. Okay. All right. If you get it, you're going to have my gun from Crazy Cooter. Oh, so I don't want to get it. Got it. All right, if you don't get it, <laughs> I'll take your gun from Crazy Cooter. I, I don't see how I lose this. Go ahead. So what I'm holding, Judson, it's it's prickly. It's a bit damp and it smells like old spice and humiliation. Ted Cruz's scrotum. Oh boy. <laughs> you are really close. Oh, am I? <laughs> <laughs> It's Ted Cruz's beard. Oh man! I bet I bet they're the same. (laughs) Probably the same texture, smell. I don't know. I now see. Now I'm thinking about Ted Cruz's (laughs) beard. I'm
3: so sorry. That's my fault. My my blood pressure's going going. My bad. My bad. (laughs) Well, Justin, before we go to break,
0: I have some bad news. I thought the break was the bad. No, go ahead. It's fine. Yeah, sure. What what do you got? Uh, Our new sponsor. um, Yeah, Crazy Crazy Cooter's Crematorium. Yep. Oh, and you didn't catch this from their ad, but all of those words, the way they spell them start with the letter K. Of course they do. (laughs) Anyway, Judson, uh, they they pulled their ad, the whole order. (laughs) We're not getting our guns. Uh, Sort of a mixed blessing there. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a telegram from uh, one of Cooter's wives. What? Oh, okay. It says that they don't support our radical socialist agenda. I'm just reading from it. Hillary for prison, MAGA, but MAGA is misspelled. (laughs) Anyway, so much for monetization
3: It was monetization It's not really the same thing
0: So I guess I won't be playing their second spot for this break Which we are upon right now Okay And the only commercial I have is the one from last season But honestly, given Joe Greenberg's plea deal It's (laughs) probably (laughs) still current
3: (laughs) Our Venmo spot? Yes
0: (laughs) Next week could be a fun news week, huh? It could be real fun We're coming for you next, Gates. I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We will be right back after this message from Venmo. In these uncertain times, you need a quick and secure way to manage your money without the hassles of credit cards and banks. That's why we have made it easy. Now you can instantly pay everyone from your tailor to your stylist to your teeth whitener to a former Seminole County tax collector to all your underage globe-trotting weekend girlfriends. Hate privacy? Don't worry. We'll make sure all your records are accessible to the liberal media. Whether staying at home or crossing state lines, Venmo is here for you. Matt? I love that Venmo ad. (laughs) It's just, it's just... Maybe they'll pay us. Chef's kiss.
3: I mean, (laughs) wow. (laughs) How dumb are those criminals? (laughs) <laughs> i mean i'm sorry how dumb are those alleged criminals who are totally criminals
0: well before we get to this week's close topic i wanted to let everyone know that the facts and Friends podcast is written directed and produced by judson and Tino with contributions from the beard that will not be named right. <laughs> i and, like that name <laughs> and, our, and i think of are changing it every week we'll see we'll <laughs> be good and, and our new theme song is composed by a gentleman named omar oh all right great thanks omar great yeah. job it wasn't free.
3: It was. Uh, it wasn't free.
0: <laughs> so something new we're going to try this season, Judson, and, and we may not try it because I don't think you know about this. Okay, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to put out a call for talent. Okay, we have a lot of really funny, smart listeners, and we would love to hear some of their ideas. And who knows? Like maybe at some point we want to incorporate some new voices down the road. Like not two dudes, one who is very white and one who is presents his wife. Which one am I? Uh, very white. (laughs) (laughs) So if you'd like to be a part of the Facts and Friends team, just send us an email at factsandfriends at gmail.com. That's facts, the letter n friends at gmail.com. And just let us know how you'd like to contribute. Now, if you don't want to be part of making the show, you can still play a vital role in keeping us on the air. All we really ask is that you let your friends know about our show, send them a link to your favorite episode, and suggest they subscribe. That's it. Pretty easy free of course when i wrote this we'd had to sponsor this (laughs) oh well and whether or not you want to help us make this sausage we do love hearing from you so you can use that email to email us whether or not you want to help i want to
3: flip the drop of jamie but but i'm vegan oh
0: jamie well just drop us a comment or dm on the facts and friends facebook page you can use the email address uh you can give us your feedback your criticism knock knock jokes joe mansion hate it's all welcome especially that last one <laughs> that's especially well yeah been. uh-huh also please follow us on twitter at facts and friends facts the letter n friends individually you can reach me on twitter at uncle tortilla and judson tell the good people how they can connect
3: with you uh, you can reach me at the fault and my arse on twitter the fault the letter n and my arse that's right arse
0: right and if you listen to our hiatus show <laughs> you'll, you'll know why, know why the, you'll, there's an origin story <laughs> for where is, that came from there is an origin story okay so it's the bottom of the show judson but it's the top of the season so we're trying out some new things here and there and i thought it'd be fun if if a bit dangerous to play yet another new game
3: okay this is the blood pressure one you're talking this about This is the
0: blood pressure yeah. okay how high can Judson's blood pressure go? So in this game, we'll take a baseline BP reading at the beginning. Okay. And then I'm going to play a clip from of a, a TQP member <laughs> or TQP adjacent member. Sure. And while I'm playing the clip, we're going to monitor your heart rate and blood pressure as the <laughs> clip's playing, and then we'll get to the, the peak reading. How does that sound? Look, man, you survived cancer. Heart attack can't touch you. It's, it's fine. I, I, I got this. Heart's, okay. heart's in tip-top shape. We're ready to go. Let's do
3: it. Okay. Oh, I... We're starting with Devin Nunes. Can I, can I, can I like phone a friend or a, <laughs> right, let's,
0: let's take your baseline reading here. <laughs> All right, what's your reading, Judson?
3: Right. Healthy as a horse, 120 over 80. Come on, let's do oh, this. Oh,
0: perfect. Perfect. All right. But now you're about to listen to Devin Nunes. So let's, let's see and, how that and goes. It's climbing. It's climbing already.
3: Okay. 130. If you begin to look at the circumstantial evidence, I think it's pretty clear that there wasn't some guy in a wet market in China that ate a bat. It likely didn't come from there. There's zero evidence of that.
0: But there's building circumstantial evidence that, indeed, this did come from a lab. And indeed, likely, there was money that flowed from the U.S. government through nonprofits that
3: was actually supporting uh, this type of research that was going on in China.
0: No! So, so, Jensen, No, Nunes is saying that the U.S. funded the COVID virus, the COVID nineteen virus, in a uh, in a lab. And
3: joint. it was not made in a lab and funded by the U.S. I- irrelevant. It wasn't made in a lab. How's your blood pressure? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fuck off. All right. All right. Looks like it's one forty-five. Yeah. Over yeah. Whatever. 86. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. All right, um, let's try this one.
2: All right, we're going to go see, we're going to visit um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Crazy eyes, crazy eyes, nutty Cortez. Okay, hang with us, guys. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, I'm an American citizen. I pay your salary through the taxes that you collect from me through the IRS. Because I'm a taxpaying citizen of the United States. So you need to stop being a baby and stop locking your door and come out and face the American citizens that you serve. If you want to be a big girl, you need to get rid of your diaper and come out and be able to talk to the American citizens.
0: Okay, how you doing? <laughs> Judson? Okay. How you Two doing? things. Two okay. fucking things. Two things, all right. One. Deep breaths. Do we have insurance on this show? You are not, you are not her
3: constituent. We're no. not at that time her constituent. You live in fucking Georgia. Right. And she's a representative of New York. That is correct. And two, you're not a tax paying citizen. You're a fucking tax fraud. She that is a tax fraud. It just came out in the news. You've been lying about how many homes you have and getting an extra tax break for
0: one <laughs> okay. against Georgia law. <laughs> okay. It sounds like Judson broke his blood pressure machine. <laughs> so. The snake's beast junk. We won't, we won't have it for the next one. But the last one's really short. I'm sure maybe this will bring you down Let's a little bit. It's going to flatline. This is. <laughs> I also need to point out that this clip is from a couple days ago after the ouster of Liz Cheney for not supporting the 2020 election lie that the election was stolen. This is a uh, Kevin McCarthy. I don't think anybody is questioning the legitimacy of the presidential election. I think that is all over with. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. How you doing? I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. Okay. Um, we're gonna get some paramedics over to <laughs> Judson's house. Uh, so we need to end this show. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we look forward to doing this again next week. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Nine
3: one one. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Don't listen to Tino. He'll he'll kill you. If the Republican Party nominates Donald Trump in 2024, could you stay in a Republican Party that decides that he should be the nominee again? Uh, I will do everything that I can to make sure he's not the nominee uh, and uh, you know everything necessary to make sure that uh, he never gets anywhere close to the Oval Office again. But would you remain in the party if he were the nominee? Uh, I will not support him uh, and will do everything I can to make sure that doesn't happen.